Hi guys, thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog where we have all the books we talk about, funny pictures, random fact checks, mm-hmm. and that is libraryoverload.home.blog. And then also check us out on both Instagram and Facebook, and that is Library Overload there. So today we're talking about our buddy read. Yay! We've uh, mentioned this book several times. So hopefully if you had a chance, you'd be able to read and then listen to us talk about it. And then, of course, go to our Instagram and talk with us there about what you thought. Yeah, we'll try not to get too spoilery, maybe. I mean, I think we're definitely going to have to. Yeah, but we'll we'll do a synopsis and things like that. But we'll we'll warn you before we get too spoilery. Yes. So, this month was my buddy read pick. Very excited. I picked House of Salt and Sorrows. And this is a book I got in my Owl Crate subscription box. So, I have a signed edition. It's very beautiful. I didn't know it was signed. Yes, yes. It's a signed edition. Ooh. All the Owl Crate boxes are signed. Um, they come oh, all signed. So pretty. Very excited. I do like that there were octopuses all through the book. Yes, it and made it perfect after we listened to Soul of, or read Solomon Octopus. I liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. I gave it four stars. I was three and a half. That's pretty good for you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of things that I love, and Tell it was me. it was just creepy enough to be perfect for October. Yeah, I read a review that I felt said it so right and it was to enjoy this book at the fullest you need to read under a thunderstorm i like that it has to be a dreary day to totally immerse yourself in the book Mm -hmm. i totally agree yes i i wrote down very atmospheric yes like i could i could absolutely tell that it was just like that dark and green like dreary mm-hmm. about to storm kind of like how it is today here yes but yeah i um i thought it was really yeah atmospheric mm-hmm. is the perfect way yeah. to describe it and it's i also have down that it's a period a fantasy and a ya so it's like all kinds of things all together which is yeah. fun yeah. fun fun for me um not as much fun for you but only <laughs> half a star less yeah. fun for you so that's yeah. good that's real good this is a retelling, technically, and it's based on The Twelve Dancing Princesses, which is a German fairy tale that was first published in 1812 by the Brothers Grimm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I, I did a little digging on that because, you know, I like to Absolutely. know all the things. Of course. And apparently they compiled it from a couple of different sources. So there's several different versions. Uh, some versions have the 12 princesses. Some versions that it's a prince. Uh, some versions there's only three princesses. But just depending on various uh, parts of Germany that they were in. Huh. But they compiled it into the first written record. And it was the 12 dancing princesses. Very interesting. It wasn't called that in German, but I don't speak German. So I'm you not going to attempt. No. Nine. (laughs) That's all I got. (laughs) I I know how to... I know one curse word in German. Let's just keep that to ourselves. Fine. (laughs) But yeah, I thought it was really... It was fun. It was like when you're at a... 
like campfire or summer camp and someone's like tell me a creepy ghost story mm-hmm. this is it yeah it that was would fun. be a good one to tell so synopsis the book opens up at Anna Lee's sister's funeral how did you pronounce her name because I listened to the book so I know and I wanted to know how you pronounced it Anna Lee no her sister the one that passed oh no idea <laughs> I, um, how do you pronounce it there you- were several sisters that I was like E. E sister yeah. and L sister. The names were definitely interesting. The The sister that opens the book, uh, her funeral is Eulalie. Okay. It's like E-A-U-L-A-L-I-E. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And so it's pronounced okay, Eulalie. So that's, that's phonetic. I can handle that. Yeah. What so, about the, the L sister? Legia. Nope. I was nowhere close. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> nowhere close. Um, I, I definitely love reading and listening that is to the so books helpful at because, the same time. because i will pronounce stuff so wrong <laughs> that's very yeah. good i don't think i would have gotten eulalie without the audio help well at least that's phonetic the other mm-hmm. one is just what yeah legia is definitely an odd name yeah for sure and then annalee is just kind of annalee is the easiest one mm-hmm. except for elizabeth mm-hmm. but yeah so well, I liked Octavia. <laughs> anyway, premise is there were once 12 Thaumas sisters. They live... Oh, it's Thaumas? I thought it was Thomas. Oh, Thaumas. Oh. Hi, sorry. Fine. I, bro- I broke your spirit. <gasps> I'm sorry. It's fine. Anyway, they live at Highmore, which is an island off all by itself. And once there were 12 sisters, they called them the Thaumas Dozen, mm-hmm. but four of them have now died. And everyone whispers behind their hands about how these sisters are yes. cursed. And the mother has also passed. The mother passed after giving birth to the final ba- yes, girl. the final sister. And, and her name, what's the baby's name? Verity. Verity. I thought that was such a cool name. It is. Yeah. And just the way that they grouped the sisters and called them the different thing i mm-hmm. thought it was cute i liked the graces yes. the triplets mm-hmm. yeah it was cute but so everyone thinks that they're cursed and the book opens at eulalie's funeral yes and it's an annalise point of view yes can we talk about their funerals and their gods that they worship yeah How it's really all, cool like, the sea I I want to live there. Yeah, but each area has a different thing. Right. But there specifically was this the god of the sea. Like his name was Pontus. Pontus. Yeah, and it was very Poseidon like. Yes. For reference, and when you when you died, you go into a crypt that, as your body disintegrates, it slowly leave lets you go into the sea. Mm-hmm. And so and I you're, feel that I feel like that's really beautiful. You return actually. to the sea. They say that we are people of the sea. Or the people of the salt. Yes. And we are born from the salt and we return to the salt. Yeah. I really like that. It's much Loved better than it. ashes to ashes. Yeah. yeah. And I've, it's like, you know, you you get to yeah. go back to whence you yeah. came. I really liked it. it I thought cool. that was really neat. But it does present a problem for the 12 sisters because only one coffin can be in the crypt at, the, at a time. I know. That was really sad. And we and do lose a few more sisters along the way. Yeah, that was That's rough. Spoiler alert on that one. I, I think that it's kind of in the book jacket, though, that Maybe. we lose a few sisters along the way. Yeah, that was a rough one. It was. It was. I was unprepared. Yeah. Well, because nobody wants to 
court and or marry the sisters. Because they're cursed. Right. Um, they hear a story about a magic door and then try to find the door and so, go through it. And the story is, if you go through the store and think of a place that you want to be, it will magically transport you there. Yes. So they're thinking if they can get far enough away from Highmore, those people won't know who they are, so they won't mm-hmm. know about the curse, and they'll be willing to court them. Right. And so they end up going to a ball. Yes. And dancing the night away. And then they go back and they dance the night away again and they keep dancing and, and again dancing. And again and again. And they go through like a ton of shoes. And their father is like, I just dropped 3,000 pounds on shoes. Yeah. And it's so funny. It was funny. But along the way, though, Anna Lee is struggling to cope with Eulalie's um, death and she, because she feels like. It wasn't a suicide because she mm-hmm. was, they they believe that she was thrown off the cliff onto yeah. the rocks below. Eulalie believes someone, or Annalie believes someone murdered Eulalie. Yes. And because so, of the manner of which she died. Yes. So along the way, she is trying to figure things out. She finds out that Eulalie had a suitor. A secret fiance. Yes. And they were in love. And so it was like, oh, well, maybe she... Uh, maybe she was running off to meet him and he, then mm-hmm. he killed her or maybe someone killed her in jealousy. Mm-hmm. And so it's just trying to figure out what happened and all mm-hmm. of that along the way. Yes. And they also have, during this whole course, a stepmother who is pregnant with twins. Mm-hmm. And they're isolated on an island. Right. She's, having, she's far away from yes. everything she's known. She's having a rough time with her pregnancy. Some of the girls kind of don't like her because they still miss their mom. Mm-hmm. Some of the girls didn't really remember their mom. Right. Um, but Annalie's there and she kind of knows what to do to help with the pregnancy and stuff. So we, we see that part of the story woven in as well um, with Morella and and how she relates to the girls, how she relates to the dad. And this is interesting. On Highmore and in the Salton Islands, which is what they're called, the women are allowed to inherit. So yes. the oldest daughter, Camille, is going to be the duchess, and she's going to inherit all of Highmore. Mm-hmm. Well, Morella's from outside, and she thinks that if she has a son, he, he would inherit. Mm-hmm. And she's sorely disappointed when she realizes Camille is still set to inherit everything. Um, and, and things kind of don't work out for her in that regard. So going back to Morella and her not being from Highmore and not understanding kind of how their customs work. Mm-hmm. So they, um, so on Highmore, when they are mourning a death, they spend a year mourning someone's mm-hmm. death. They cover the mirrors, they wear mm-hmm. all black, and they slowly lighten the shade of black to gray. Mm-hmm. And then they're... And they don't leave the house, and they don't go to festivities and they, things like they that. They don't celebrate anything. So the older girls turn 16, and that was their time to... Um, come out. Come out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, like, it's like their coming out ball or yes. whatever. It was... The period that it didn't explicitly say, because it's a fantasy world, but I, it, to me it seemed either late 1800s or early 1900s. That sounds about um, right. So, like, debutantes would right. like, come out. They would have their coming out into society parties, right. and that's where the, the triplets are. Right. So, their mother died seven years ago, and then Elizabeth died. 
Octavia died. Ava. Ava died. And then... Uh, Eulaly. You, Jesus. I want to call her Eulaly. I don't... I mean, that's close. Eulaly died. And so they have not been able to celebrate anything. They haven't been able to wear They've been pretty colors. Technically in mourning for seven, seven years. <laughs> and so now Morella is like, there's another funeral. Now we have to mourn for another year. And she's mm-hmm. like, I've never had time with my husband where mm-hmm. he wasn't mourning. Mm-hmm. And so she dis- she discovers that she's pregnant right before Eulaly's death. And so she announces at her wake... Yeah. That she is pregnant and she hopes to move on from this great sadness yeah. and celebrate the new life they've created. And that's the, like a, ooh. The sisters were not happy. It was gross what she did. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of that. Yeah. I went back and forth with Marilla as a character I did the too. whole book. I did too. Like, I like think you're first, annoying. Now yeah. I kind of get you. Yeah. Now I think you're the worst. Same. <laughs> exactly the same. At first I was like, uh, you're a bee. Yeah, because who that does was that? Dirty. Yeah, that was dirty. Who um, does that? But then, like, okay, I get it. You're a newlywed, and you want to be celebratory, and you. And she was like, I just got all of my new newlywed clothing, and yeah. I can't even wear her them. wedding trousseau. Thank you. I couldn't remember that word. And she's like, I can't even wear them, and I don't. I didn't even have anything black made, and it's just mm-hmm. yeah. She was borrowing one of the other girls' clothes, and she's like, now that I'm pregnant, they won't fit. And yeah. So let's it, just stop being in mourning. <laughs> I. Like a judge. Yeah. Well, so she convinces Orton yes. to stop being in mourning. That's the dad. And, and so these he's like, okay, are, we decree it. It's, so it's, it's just been a few days after Eulalie's death that they are out and about mm-hmm. in society again. And then they're throwing the triplets 16th birthday coming out celebration. Mm-hmm. And everyone is like, um, uh, and no one will dance with them. Yeah, I felt bad. So they sad. were so sad and mad because they have been in mourning for seven years and they're finally out of it. Even though it's not really right, they're finally out of it. And it's like, let's party, except no one will party with me. Mm-mm. Did they have back then, um, did they have actual dance cards like yeah. you do in the book? I didn't know that was an actual thing. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause... Have you never watched Meet Me in St. Louis? No. Judy Garland? It's amazing. Yes. They actually had cards that were dance cards, and you would write the name of your next dance partner on the card. And, like, you couldn't, like, switch them up and stuff. It was a, That's was so a thing. funny. That's where the dance card terminology I came from. I thought it from. was just a, <laughs> just a saying. That's like, funny. I don't spend my time immersed in that period. I do well, not know. This is true. Yes, dance cards were a thing. We'll have to find a picture of one and put on the blog. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'll have to find one. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want one now for my house. Like, I'd want yeah. to frame You it. know, calling cards were a thing, too. Like, you had your name written on a card, and if you went and visited someone's house, you gave it to their butler, and they would say, so-and-so is here, their calling card. And, yeah, and if they weren't home or whatever, then you would get like a um, a card in return to like come back and visit, or you would leave your calling card with the butler, like a like that thing that you get when a store is out of something. a rain check. Yes, yes. <laughs> a rain check. Yes, yes, that. Yeah, I'm proud I, I just of, think I'm, it's fun. Things like that are neat. No, that is really cool though. It'd be so neat to like see some see something like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I could find that in like a antique store. I don't know. I want to have one. Well, I mean, it w- it would be like business cards. Like you would have them on care. on paper and like have a stack of 
calling cards. I have with a box you. of old prescriptions that are written out. Like, oh, that's cool. From an antique store. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Like, I don't Do care. they say for laudanum and I mean, I morphine? Can't, I and... can't read them, like, at all. <laughs> that's funny. I'll have, to, I'll have to take it out and look through it again. But, yeah, I couldn't really read oh, any of funny. them. I like looking through old things that, um, like, medicine uh, mm-hmm. things from days gone by. I saw oh, a, yeah. a cough syrup the other day that was nothing but morphine. Oh, my God. And it was like, give to your child. It will help them sleep. No. Well, yeah, it will help them sleep. It also will kill them. No. Yeah, it was funny. That's funny. I love just the old bottles, like just the yeah, cool, the really glass cool. medicine bottles. Those are so mm-hmm. neat. It surprises me sometimes that you don't like period stuff as much because you do like antique vintage stuff. I really do. Like we have, uh, there's a huge yard sale that goes from Michigan all the way down to Alabama and it cuts the right 127 through. sale. Yeah. And it cuts right through basically my backyard. And so mm-hmm. I go every year and drop so much money. Last year, I spent $150 on children's books from the 1920s. Yeah, that you are got in those awesome books though. Perfect condition. Like, like they've never even been mm-hmm. open condition. So I was like, this is, this perfect. That's funny. It usually, uh, that sale goes by my grandma's church too. Do they so do a my, little thing? Yeah, they set up and they usually do a food fundraiser. Which is really fun. There are several churches that have tents and stuff that they mm-hmm. do. There's one that I stop at every year because they have three tents just full of crap. And mm-hmm. I love to just walk through it and see yeah. what I can find. And then the old ladies do their bake sale yeah. and it's nummies. We should go together this year because Daniel would never go. It'll be next August. Well, yeah. It's the first weekend of August. Yeah. The first week of August every they year. They do it Thursday through Saturday now. Mm-hmm. It used to just be Friday and Saturday. But I drug Chris with me to go see go look at it this year and we found him some old school comic books so that's he was really happy. awesome <laughs> that's really awesome but anyways um no she mentioned like at the ball Annalie whipped out her dance card for a f- old family friend to fill it in and I was like is that a thing like mm-hmm. I didn't know so that's really cool yeah. I will definitely find a picture of one yeah they're super cool I want a dance card I can't dance but you know it's beside the point I can I w- dance. I would like to learn to, like, waltz and, you know. Like, they mentioned several specific yeah. dances in this book. Like, a quintet. Or some, that's not even a word. I, you no, know a what quintet I'm, is, like, one of, of four. Right, but what is it? was, like, a it was a cue something or another. I don't, I don't know. Mm. But it was a dance. I saw, I remember waltz and polka. They had a polka dance. Fun. Mm-hmm. Well, also, during her... Search for truth. Mm-hmm. Annalie works with her childhood friend, who is Fisher. We he's, love Fisher. He's very interesting. I like Fisher. But she also comes across very handsome. Oh, my. Cassius. Cassius is how I pronounce Cass- it. Oh. Cassius. Cassius. <laughs> I loved him. I thought he was awesome. I was really nervous about him at first. I was, too. Um, I, not to be... To be honest, I was too. Yes, but... He kind of comes up out of the blue. And you're like, where'd you come from? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cash house. <laughs> wow. I think you need I a nap. Make anything into a song. That's funny. But yes, I did end up liking him. She has a really hard time, especially as not the eldest sister, with mm-hmm. affection or with people's intentions towards her. Mm-hmm. And so she... 
I love the moment when he said, I love you best of all, or I like you best of all. Like, you're the best of all your sisters. Mm-hmm. I promise I like you best of all. Like, I thought it was just so sweet. Like, cause that's something she struggles with. Yeah. And he made a point to to tell her that, you yeah. know. I want to get I want to get into the spoiler zone now. Okay. Also, before we get into spoiler zone, Annalie loves sea turtles, and I loved that. That was so sweet. How much she yes. loved them sea turtles. Yes, it was loved precious. Them. Absolutely precious. Yes. Okay. Spoilers. Henceforth and forevermore, be warned. For this episode, until the next buddy read episode. We usually always spoil things. Nuh-uh. Okay. No. Sorry. Okay. So, I would like to talk about Fisher. Yes. I I would like to talk about the text that you said. <laughs> so, like, I finished the book before Susie did, but then I went to bed, and she was still reading it, and I woke up to, like, six text messages of her progress through the end of the book, and well, it was okay. really funny. I, okay, so, yes, the text messages were funny, but the roller coaster that I went on <laughs> after I sent them, so... I didn't look at Goodreads to see that Tavia had finished the book. Mm -hmm. So last I heard, she only had 85%. She was 85% of the way through. Mm -hmm. So I start freaking out because two of the triplets. And I was devastated by that. Because poor Lenore. Lenore was all by herself. Oh, and she woke up and she could feel it. She said, they're gone. They're gone. It hurt my heart. So um, that hurt my heart. And then, like, a few chapters later, you find out that we've lost Fisher. And so I'm, like, blowing up Tavia's phone, like, oh, my God, not Fisher. I love Fisher. Yeah. And then I I finish the book, and I'm, like, texting her again. And then I was, like, wait. <laughs> what if she's not done? And I have ruined this book for her. So I'm, like, freaking Friendship out. over immediately. <laughs> freaking out. But then I go to Goodreads to put that I finished it. And I'm, like, okay. She finished it a couple hours ago. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. All is well. There are a ton of deaths in this book. And and then, so, this deals with madness and ghosts and creepy, terrifying images. It gets hella scary towards the end. The only time I was really creeped out is when... Anna Lee is locked in the the, the solarium yeah. and she sees the twins or two of the triplets holding hands they've just passed away they're holding hands and they're staring at her and it flashes in the shining scene for me and it creeped me out <laughs> I didn't even go to the shining mm-hmm. that's so funny yeah no that definitely got the scariest mm-hmm. point but also when uh, Cassius wakes Annalie up and she's been dancing in her sleep this whole time Mm -hmm. and then she goes to Verity no older sister what's her name Camille yes Camille's room and Camille is dancing by herself but it looks like someone is dipping her Mm -hmm. like no one could hold that pose unless Mm -hmm. someone was legitimately that freaked me out hard. Yeah. I also was really creeped out, not as much as the twin thing, but when she comes back from the lighthouse at the end and she remembers people that nobody else remembers. Yeah. They're like... Yeah. And so you're like, okay, how much of this book did I... Did not happen? Like, right. how much of this book have I read that was just 
in her head I was like terrified it was getting ready to say that she was insane we were still at Eulalie's funeral or she was waking up from a nightmare yeah but luckily um, that didn't happen so I did really like the fact that they turned her in to an unreliable narrator but she actually wasn't Yes, so that and was you, a they really made cool you twist. question yes. whether she was mentally crazy yes. or not. Mentally crazy, that's so not I a thing. I really liked that because yes. it made you question like, well, where where are we actually at? What right. has actually what, happened? What is real and what is not real? And I yes. loved that it did that. Yes. So it ends up um, someone has made a deal basically with the devil, like yes. with a trickster. With a trickster, which automatically makes me think of Supernatural. Duh. And um, uh, it was just, it was so cool, like mm-hmm. how that, how that mm-hmm. worked out. It was, it was sad how the story ended. I struggled with how it ended. I feel like. So, so many things were completely figured out and answered and all of that. But then there were other things that felt like it was rushed to kind of tie mm-hmm. in a bow. I get that. Like Cassius. Ca- Cassius. Cassius. I feel like her relationship with him was so rushed because it almost to me felt like she was like, oh, we need some romance in here. And since Fisher is dead, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I love. I felt like it was. She met Cassius, Cassius kind of early, and it was, like, slow, 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 rushed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Like, it just, it had, they had barely even spent any time together, and then it's just, I love you. And I'm like, you're children. But that's how it was back in the day. Ugh. Well, I felt it was rushed, and it annoyed yes. me a little bit. I get that. There was something else that I had an issue with. I think it was... I think I had an issue with how Fisher was introduced because it was almost like she meant to have like a a love triangle. Mm -hmm. But then at the last second, she was like, oh, no, because Anna Lee had originally had feelings for Fisher. Mm -hmm. And even seeing him again, she was like, Fisher. And Mm -hmm. she was just so happy to see him. And so and she mentioned that she had had feelings for him in the past. So it's like Mm -hmm. she's been holding this flame mm-hmm. for him for so long and then as soon as she sees Cassius she's like oh never mind like I didn't like that yeah I I thought it was really neat that Fisher kind of bared his soul to her and she was actually like oh no I don't I don't have feelings for you I liked that because mm-hmm. that rarely happens yes but you have to question the authenticity of that moment True. based on things that happen I didn't later think in the book. about that crap <laughs> so here is my question to you yes did you know who the culprit was no i had no clue i could not figure this no, book out I not had even no a little idea. bit Mm-mm, not until it was revealed which was very good yes i could not it i kept thinking is there a murderer is there someone doing magic? Is there someone doing... Like, I couldn't figure out how the killings were happening. Right. So I couldn't figure out who the culprit was because of that. Yes. Every time she said, like, oh, it's got to be this person, I'm like, yes, you are yes! correct. That makes perfect sense. And Your then, scenario is plausible. Yes. And then it's like, oh, no, 
it's this person. I'm like, yes, you are correct. <laughs> like every single time. So yes. yeah, no, she definitely had me on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant writing all yes. the way around in, in that regard. I remembered what else I had an issue with. Tell me. So when you meet, not the trickster, but the dead-eyed lady. Mm-hmm. What was, how did you say her name? Cosimaris. No, I said cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like, K-O-S-M-A-R-A or something. Lots of consonants. Yeah, Cosimaris, okay. I think it was. So when we meet her, uh, Annalie asks, how many of my family have you killed? And she says, just two. And so that bugs the shit out of me because what about their mother and her three other sisters though it's implying that those happened in the natural course of time but then but then it feels like that in quotation marks curse is still there because none of those deaths had anything to do with what happened afterwards well the person who is ultimately responsible for the whole scenario admitted at the end to killing the mother I do remember that, but what about the three sisters before... One died of a plague. Right. One fell and one went mad. And they're saying those are not related to the curse or to this situation that happened when we pick up at Eulalie's death. So, technically, Eulalie is killed by the person who's responsible. Mm-hmm. And the witch lady, Kosamaris, is only actually responsible for the, for the two, two triplets. triplets' death. Does that cl- clarify for you? Maybe. I'm still mad about so, like, it. Human people have killed pretty much everyone else. So there's still crappy people in the world. And the the witch lady has only killed actually two of them. Okay. But we... Uh, I, fair warning. We lose a lot of people in this book. Yeah, it's sad. A lot of people. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for any more of the deaths. Yeah, I was Although, surprised. Although, at the very end, when you... I'm sorry. We've already said spoilers. So, yes, yes. But at the very, very end, when you think that Verity is gone, I was going to riot yes. if we lost Verity. I was so upset. I'm, I was like, Verity can't be dead. Like, she's the sweetest one. Also the creepiest. She is a little creepy. But she's being haunted. But, yeah, she, the Kosovo lady is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> That's a city. <laughs> it's the same thing. Sure, sure. What's her name again? Kosamaris. I was so close. Sure. Um, but yeah, no. So Kosamaris. There you go. Okay. She was giving all these horrific visions to Verity, and Verity was just drawing them out. So like mm-hmm. it's her sister with her neck broken. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like, stop it. Yeah. No. So the you make it makes you think that she's being haunted, but mm-hmm. she's really just causing madness. Oh, another creepy thing was when Annalie finally admits to Cassius that she's been seeing her dead sisters. He's like, no, I know where your sisters are. Yeah. Those aren't them. And I was like, yeah, I was real worried about where that was headed. It ended up being really cool. I loved where Cassius was from. I loved like his backstory. Like that was super interesting. And I would read a book about him. I would too. 
uh, I really liked yeah. him, and but he was he was a little touch and go there for me mm-hmm. in the beginning. I, I am a little a bad sad. Guy. This is a standalone. Like I I would like some follow up. I thought the the world was so cool. Like yeah. I loved the salt mm-hmm. lands. Like I thought, and that there was were other so cool. gods and goddesses, and they each had like a specific place that worshipped just them. Yeah. And but they all fit together in this big universe, which is really cool. I could be coerced to a, a sea god religion. I could see that. Yeah, I I would be down for the the sea gods. Yeah. Do you think you would go like made up, or do you think you would go Greek or Roman or Native American? Or? I I don't I don't know any of those things. Oh. I've taken Just, a lot of mythology classes. I did not. Yeah. But I can quote scripture. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> um, I just, God of the Sea. Okay. That is all. That is all. Whether it is uh, Percy Jackson's father or <laughs> Pontus, I do not care. Okay. Or uh, Aquaman. <gasps> yes. Yes. I worship Aquaman. He is my religion. <laughs> As long as as, as long as, as it's Jason, Jason Momoa, Momoa. Yeah. yes. <laughs> I didn't know he was an option. Well, I mean, why not? Why not? Oh my gosh! If we're suspending reality so that you can worship a sea god, yes, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, yes. I'm down. Okay, I'm down for this religion. So all hell the Momoa. <laughs> Slight off, off topic. Tangent. Yes. So we just ordered our boutonnieres for the guys to wear at the wedding. That's a funny word. I've had a hell of a time trying to spell it many days. <laughs> like, I keep having to type out the word boutonniere, and I'm like, come on, spell check. Don't fail me now. <laughs> it's terrible when you spell it so horrifically that even spell check is like, nah, I, man. I got nothing. Nope. <laughs> so you have to start over. That's funny. Anyways. So I ordered our boutonnieres, and they're going to be made out of comic book, comic pages. book paper pages. Awesome. And so each guy in the wedding had to choose their favorite superhero. And guys, it took some of them three weeks to decide. It's a serious decision. It was so serious that Chris couldn't decide and made me ask the woman if she could make a flower with two comic book pages <laughs> one for thor and one for wolverine and then chris had to specifically choose the button that goes on it <laughs> it was wolverine the original yellow with his head with the hair nice the nice. silhouette thing and then another guy had chosen spider-man but then another guy wanted spider-man so the original spider-man guy was was like i can't have that so he was like can i make mine too as well so he has spider-man and venom now I was just like, guys, it's, it's okay. Like, it's just, it's just a boutonniere. Like, none of you guys are going to be, like, so moved by our wedding that you're going to keep this for years to come. Like, <laughs> let's be serious. You don't know. Maybe they could be sentimental. Get out of here with your toxic masculinity. I know them. <laughs> I know these people. <laughs> but, yeah, it made me laugh so hard and when you said aquaman i was like oh superheroes (laughs) i must share yes i appreciate your tangent it was very enlightening thank you and humorous thank you everything an anecdote should be obviously yes that's what i'm here for i forget where we were though gods 
Gods of the Salt. Oh, I also don't think we mentioned this, but this book is by Aaron A. Craig. <gasps> for the record. Didn't. Sorry, Aaron. And it's Aaron, E-R-I-N. Yes. And the cover is so pretty. It is. Oh, and the um, Th- Thomas. Thalmas. Thalmas family crest is an octopus. Yes. And so there's on all of the pages, there's like a little silhouette of an octopus. Oh, there was on mine. It's oh, on, yeah. It's okay, on the not, chapter Okay, chapter so the heads. new chapters. They mm-hmm. each have an octopus on the corner. And every time I saw it, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Athena, That's Octavia. That's so funny. <laughs> That's it cute. made me happy. Yes, I like when things tie in together like yes. that. Um, there was a, a festival. That's the word I was looking for. There know. was a festival they went to, and they had like paper puppets of the octopus, and I thought that was really cool. I want to see an octopus puppet. I want to go to these festivals. I want to go to this place and live at mm-hmm. the sea. Me too. But it sounds like it's not like a beach town. It's it's a fishing town, so yes, it's not it's so cold. hot. Yeah, and it's cold I there a lot. I love that. It was snowing at one point, so yes. it's like the North Atlantic. Yeah, it's like or, Maine. You know. Rocks and cold water. Yeah. Alaska, where they search, or they fish for Alaskan crab. And salmon. No. <laughs> That's not a word. Guys, I promise I don't actually say it like that. It is salmon. The L is silent. Like... I've had this conversation at length with certain peoples, Mm -hmm. and it is salmon. That is correct. Unless you were talking about salmonella, which is something entirely different, (laughs) for clarification. (laughs) I love this person dearly, but it drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand. I do. Is there anything else we need to discuss about this book? (sighs) I don't know. I wrote down curse question mark then madness ghosts murder very spooky perfect for halloween that's it that's the whole book that's the whole book right there yes it was it was spooky enough that i got a little creeped out but not so spooky that i was like we're sleeping with the lights on tonight honey we did not have to put the book in the freezer at all not put books in the freezer and if you get that reference you are now a friend of the podcast yes emphasis on friend You gave it away. You gave Some it away. Some of them will be like, what? <laughs> That's funny. But yes, I thought it was really, I thought it was really good. A lot of it, I really enjoyed. That's why I got 3.5 stars instead of the three. Mm-hmm. But Goodreads doesn't allow you to do halves. What pushed it over the edge of three stars for you, but held you back from making four stars? I don't think i would read it again i gotcha and i only give four and five stars to books that i would i would read again that makes sense but what pushed it above three stars was the world yes i loved the world that was awesome and i would love to read more books with the sea as like a big part Mm -hmm. of that world. I am interested in reading The Girl the Sea Gave Back. I've been seeing that everywhere. I don't know anything about it. But it sounds really cool. Mm -hmm. The title. Because I don't know anything about it. Right. But the cover's pretty too. It is pretty. Maybe we should plan an episode at some point around water. Water or sea themed books. I like that. You know another one that is kind of 
uh, sea or water related is uh, Sirens by Kira Cass. Oh. Yeah. It was, um, I believe it was one of her books that came out before the Selection series. Oh, cool. So I read that after I read the Selection series. People were like, I love this. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go back and read that one. The Siren wasn't as good as the Selection series, but it is very interesting because it is literal mm-hmm. sirens yeah. and they can only speak in the sea because if they uh-huh. speak on land they'll drive men mad and so yeah. they have to use sign language to communicate oh, that's really while cool. they're on land so neat but it was very interesting yeah i talked about not too long ago but the daughter of the pirate king yes and its sequel which shall remain nameless for spoiler <laughs> reasons was really really good i keep meaning to ask you if i can borrow it but i don't want to borrow it because i have a hundred library books in my house right now yes update update so last week i told you guys that i was going on a trip and i had checked out a jillion books to bring with me mm-hmm. i would like to tell you how many i read just the one just the one but it was an important one <laughs> it but was. it was just the one yes and then subsequently she accidentally left the bag of books at my house so i took a picture like a hostage situation i said these are mine now and i was like no she could probably hear me from my house screaming (laughs) yes because i had finders keepers i had house of salt and sorrow in that bag and i had to read it in two days and it was at tavia's house so that was a struggle yeah but i got it and I ended up reading it in a day like I thought I would. Yeah, I you did if, really good. Yeah, I figured if I just sat down mm-hmm. and focused, I would read it. Mm-hmm. And I did. So I have recently started a new job, so I have not had as much time to read. I know, that stinks so bad. So it took me five days to read and listen to the book, which is way, way slower than my normal pace. But at least you have just out. killed your reading goal for the yes. year. Yes, I reset it. I'm at 110 books right now. I had set it 60, then I moved it to 100. When I hit 100, I reset it to 150. Not sure I'm going to make it with the new job. But we'll see. I feel like if I was to hit my goal so early in the year that I would leave it just to have the no pressure of, I'll just read. Mm -hmm. And then next year, basing Mm -hmm. off of this year, I'll try to beat it. I just wanted to see how far I could push myself. Sure. No, I get it. Like last year, I set a goal of 100, and I was like, reading children's books to make sure that Mm -hmm. I would finish it on December 31st. Like, Mm -hmm. so this year I only bumped it to 110 and I don't think I'm going to make it. If I don't get to 150, no big deal. I still beat my original goal. You beat this year's reading for you has beat all the years. Mm -hmm. Like this is your greatest year of reading. And I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I hope to continue this kind of pace henceforth. That's my word of the day. I love it. Because I just get so much more information. Like, I know. I just, I've read so much good stuff this year. And we have a really cool year-end wrap-up episode planned. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. But, yeah, I've just read some great stuff this year. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's been a great reading year for me. Because I know we've mentioned it several times, but I feel like we're choosing our books with more... Intention? Yes. Thank you. We're intentionally reading, I think, better books. And mm-hmm. we're not wasting time on books that aren't for us. Mm-hmm. And I have DNF'd more books this year than I have ever before. And you're still killing it. Yeah. 
And that's amazing because why would you want to waste time on a book that's yes. not for you? If you have to struggle through a book, mm-hmm. it's not for you. I, all, I, I think we talked about this in our Goodreads or how we rate and review episodes, but I always felt like I was hurting the author's feelings (laughs) by not finishing their book. I get that. But now it's just, I don't have time in my life to read something that's not fulfilling to me. Sure. And we've said this so many times, but just because it's not for me Mm -hmm. does not mean it's not for you. Right. I have read a plethora of books this year that I know a lot of people wouldn't want to read. And same for me. But I have thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. And there ain't nothing wrong with it. No. I have not chosen my next buddy read. Okay. I have a a running list of books that I might want to use. Okay. And so I'll I'll revisit them and kind of see what I'm feeling. But I will definitely let you guys know. Yes. um, The closer we get to my next buddy read. And we are not going to do a buddy read in December. Yes. We're going to take a couple of weeks off in December for holidays and weddings and such. So... But yes, we will have a buddy read in November, and then we'll do a couple of episodes in December, and we will start back in January yes. with an awesome episode. Season two. Can you even imagine? Lord. Like, we've we've been doing this almost a year now. That's very so exciting. Crazy. I we really appreciate believe. you guys hanging in there with us. It's been amazing. We've been- So t- much fun. Yeah. We've been having so much fun talking to people on Instagram that we've never mm-hmm. met before, but they- know our voices and yes. they know what we like and it's so exciting to do that yeah it's great I'm I, I love getting to do this mm-hmm. it's it's by far been one of my favorite projects ever yes. so we have you guys to thank in just I don't even have the words just so much gratitude for yeah. you guys listening I think our greatest reading year has been because of you guys yeah so thanks love it. guys Oh, we're going to get all emotional. I'm all up in my feels. <laughs> okay, well, we will leave you on that somber note. <laughs> well, we're never somber. <laughs> well, you know. Mm-mm. But yes. Contemplative. Thoughtful. Yes. <laughs> we need a thesaurus. A, a thesaurus. <laughs> Rar means hello. <laughs> okay, we really have to stop. Okay. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.